rolling. <coughs> Thank you. Yep. Perfect. Fred Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 568, Feb 26, 2021. 64 degrees was the high on this day in 1896. And the very next year on this day in 1897, it was 21 below. So they must have been beside themselves with the ruination of climate change. How could we have gone from 64 last year to 21 below this year? We must do something about this. Immediately. Haram. Immediately. Haram. Immediately. Haram. 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 And now, from the mayor's <laughs> office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. What the hell happened here? Where did he go? I lost my link. I know, I see that. And our, our email appears to be down. Um, this might be and a, this computer appears to be down. That might be an internal issue on the mayor's part. But also on the Hubbard uh, computer, I'm not able to get back in. Okay. Uh, I will get on that immediately. All right. Whoop, just a minute. Just a minute. And click and he a click. know that we're rolling, right? Just yeah. Okay. Frat Lodi's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you. I wonder why that yeah. went away. Use the same link. Yep, just click on the old link. I did, and this here we go. This a good time to talk about a great town ball story, doesn't it? Oh, no, here I go. I'm, I'm back. Oh, you I'm back. Oh, we were God there God. Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Good. Yes. No. Good to see you. How are you? Uh, let me tell you something. What's up, guys? I sense a lack of concern in that inquiry to Kenny's current status. <laughs> it, it's, it's come to this. Uh, this is all over the interwebs. Uh... There's a high school in the state of Washington that that makes the students who are in the band, they have to each be in their own tent. I saw oh, that. No. Yes. yes. Well, it, shades, it shades of Spinal Tap when he couldn't get out of the plexiglass thing. Thank you. That's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Me Thank too. You. Yeah. Hi. Hello, Cleveland. He can't get out of the damn thing. Uh, this is in uh, their bright green tents. They're the new norm at the Wenatchee High School Band, uh, and uh, it looks like a Flaming Lips concert, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, Tuba guy's having a little trouble. I actually well, have, it's tough to get it in there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I have audio from that high school band. Oh, good. Yeah. Coming out, little Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's they're, they're getting their fame. They're getting their 15 minutes of fame. They're all in their own tent. Uh, to perform their musical numbers. How are you today? Is this, is this huh? a COVID? <laughs> is, uh, what? Huh? I don't get it. It's for COVID, yes. Yeah, it's for COVID. COVID. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just let me get out of that. Hi, how are you? Can't sit right. next to Jimmy with the trumpet. He spits too much. Uh, Chris? <laughs> yes, sir. This is directed to you. Oh, good. Uh, catching up on podcasts, and Chris threatened to make the Philippe Cunningham uh soundbite into a ringtone for you. I do not think the mayor has anything to fear as the honk hasn't been released yet to coyote hunters Keith D. Olson and Terry Montana. 
You were going what to provide that? that for hunters. We don't need to hear Philippe right oh, now. Oh, I thought that was an ad. You were going to provide the honk, my laughing honk, to coyote hunters, and you promised, and you've never come through. Are we one day closer? No. It's not going to happen at all? No. <laughs> at least he's honest. It might not be virtuous, Here, I but tell he's you honest. What, I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, get your tape recorders ready. Here we go. With the honk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's you. I don't you think this is what. I don't think this is what the likes of Keith have in mind. Oh, okay. Uh, first of all, you didn't give them enough time to get a tape recorder. Right. Uh, not that everyone has one. And two, what are they supposed to do? Take that out in the hunt and sure, turn it on and put well, it through their bullhorn. Play the damn thing. In, in Chris's defense, uh, it really wasn't live, so they don't have to grab their uh, Sid Hartman-like tape recorder. <laughs> And they could just hit pause and, and just replay it when they're ready. Hello. Thank you, Sid. God bless you. Are we... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Honks, tape recorder. No. Uh, no. Band, tents. Oh, 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 oh. Do we have a means to connect to Rick from Harlingen, Texas? Or are we always having to be dependent on him just randomly and whimsically calling us and we don't know when? Well, Rick, I, I don't guy, have yeah. his... I don't have his cell phone, but I have email. He has emailed me before, I, uh, so. Uh, I guys. Yeah. I have his cell phone number. Oh, you do? I do. How well, we should. You, you know, seriously. I, there I are actually, listeners. There are listeners who are wondering how he came through the cold snap. I actually know one of his. You're not going to believe this. I actually know one of his neighbors. Really? Seriously? Yes. Yes. You've been holding out on us. We want to know I, more about the I guy. I just discovered this. It was, I think it was the end of last week I found this out. And I was Because he was up. He was up here in Minnesota during all the bad stuff down in Texas. Okay. Well, then, um, it, won't, then it won't make any sense to uh, ask him how he fared through the no, cold snap. No, this, the neighbor was, Joe. And, well, uh, the neighbor I, was up here. And I found, he said, Harlan, I'm like, wait. Wait, what? What? For, do you know? Not that and he, big of a time. Not only does he know, <laughs> he knows him. Really? He lives close. Yeah. Really? So I, I can. Oh, and I he gave me his phone him number. on the air to describe Rick and his whole situation. I'll, uh, I'd, I'd rather I'll call him. Yeah. No, I'll call him. Okay. Him. Just shoot him a text. Yeah, yeah. shoot him a text. Well, do I don't know if he texts. <laughs> oh, I got one of them flip flow <laughs> Do you recall the other day we were saluting uh, the University of Chicago for uh, suffering? They don't suffer fools gladly, and they warn incoming students. We don't provide safe spaces, and we don't provide trigger warnings. And, in fact, there was even a uh, – uh, this was a, an editorial in the Wall Street Journal, and there was even a, an acknowledgment uh, that some students had started their own uh, – uh, kind of internal uh, student newspaper called the Chicago Thinker, and we were applauding them, and I have yeah. some more on that. I have some more on that. Uh, two students at the University of Chicago are fighting back against the largely one-sided political culture on campus with a student-run newspaper, I'm sorry, a student-run digital newspaper highlighting conservative and libertarian viewpoints. Audrey Unverfirth and Avita Duffy two gals, founded the Chicago Thinker to expand political conversation among student communities with a mission that reads, we demand not to be coddled. 
Embracing the experience of unfettered in inquiry and free expression is precisely the point of these years of study. Their motto, outthink the mob. <laughs> the website caught the attention of the Wall Street Journal editorial board, who landed, who lauded the creation of a new journal from students who refused to be canceled. Self-censorship on campus has really become a sickness. I've experienced cancel culture, so has Audrey and other people we know. And at one point this summer, we said we are done. Duffy told Fox & Friends host Steve Ducey yesterday, on Thursday. The students launched the website to give people the courage to actually say what they think in the classroom, which is supposed to be the one place where you're supposed to be able to think for yourself and have open debate, Duffy said. All right. Uh, Unverfirth said a majority of the politically vocal student body on campus is not supportive of our work. But she told Ducey, that's exactly why we founded the Chicago Thinker. To challenge that and show conservative and libertarian principles deserve to be defended. We deserve a voice, and it is really important that we do partake in the battle of ideas on campus. The editorial content of the Chicago Thinker earned Unverfirth and Duffy a fair share of hate from fellow students who oppose, who oppose their effort to publish work that reflects other points of view, because the left is hateful. The left is hateful. You either mm -hmm. agree with them or you're wrong. But Duffy said, I think what is more important than all the hate that we get from students is the amount of beautiful messages that we get from students and professors actually are, who are happy that we are doing this and giving them the courage to stand up. Well, here, 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 here. Uh, they must have been raised in really solid homes, huh? Uh, because think of the kids who go off to the failed academy, and I wonder how many of them, I'm afraid it's a majority, I wonder how many of them are swept away by the cancel culture right, and, and participate yeah. in it. Yep. Yeah. And here came these two kids, we know nothing about them, uh, two young ladies who said, BS, I don't want it. we're not here to be canceled or cuddled. That's not why we're here. Right. And so they're they're hearkening back to a principal liberal idea of why higher learning existed in the first place. And that was the free exchange of all ideas. And uh, congratulations to them and congratulations to their parents. And uh, I just thought it was a here, here but note. Haven't we been blowing that horn for years now that that's the biggest crisis? Amer it's not climate change. It's not it, the biggest crisis facing America is the broken home. Well, I'm not sure that the broken home has anything to do with this no, particular. I, I'm saying uh, these two came, must have come through great, uh, great homes with great parents. Yeah, I think I was saying that. Yeah, they, well they, structured. They, they must have uh, listened to somehow. They've been getting a hold of garage logic in their lives and realized we have nothing to fear by going off to the failed academy and trying to make it less failed. And here, based here. on that, based on that, I'd, I'd recommend that a kid strongly look at a place like the University of Chicago. Uh, these two gals might be in the minority, but at least they're trying, and they don't seem inclined to to ever give up on that so uh more power to them more power to them uh just a moment here speaking uh, of strong homes it sounds like you have visitors again today yeah. there's, a, there's somebody upstairs you got a little there. romper room going <laughs> on a party or what's going on i guess her teachers uh had today to go off and uh get their shots yeah that's so what we're facing today at our home is uh, all of the teachers were vaccinated today at the uh, carver elementary so she uh, 
this little one has, has found a solid footing here, yeah. apparently, so that's fine with me. And uh, a little mac and cheese for lunch. I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, up there. lunch? Yeah, I, know you, I know what you should do. What should I you know do? what you should do. Make it easy. Yeah. A nice cheese pizza from Red Savoy. Cheese? Pizza. I want meat. Well, it's Lent. Lent. I, mean, uh, I'm, I, 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 I can bypass that. Route. Okay. Okay. Then he, do he can, double he sausage. He can pay off the church, Matthew. He'll just write a check. <laughs> Don't tell me you brought Reavers in one. Oh yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to tell you exactly what I did. It's a Friday treat here. Earlier today. Red Savoy. You're talking Red Savoy. Yep. Earlier oh. today, I went ahead and I dialed six five one six four six sixty four hundred. I already know the number. That's the Snelling location of Red Savoy he Pizza. Hasn't but they're everywhere. <laughs> Benjamin on the other side, on the other line, said, yep, we'll have it all set for you, rookie. I even chatted with him. He's a listener, fan of the show. He knows what's going on. I did not take advantage of the online ordering when you can get the GL code and get the free wings because it is Lent. That is my sacrifice. There you go. There I would go. love to have those wings, but that is my sacrifice. I still went ahead and got a double sausage, and it was cut in squares, Joe. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you gave up the wings... <laughs> So that you're not eating meat on Friday in yeah. Lent, but you got the double sausage. Makes isn't that sense. isn't that like a, a scale? Yep. And it's like if you have both, it tips like this. I see. But if you yeah. say, I'm not going to have the delicious wings that I can get for free using the GL code, so you, it all evens out. Well, I've told you before, if I get up to the pearly gates and he flips through the notebook yeah. and says, you ain't getting in because you ate meat on Friday, I, I have made a bad bet in life. Uh, I've made a bad bet. Okay, right. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if it's that, you close guys, you for guys you. aren't, you guys aren't old enough to remember the the stuff we had to eat on Friday was called fish sticks, and I swear oh. to God, they must, it must have been something that was swept up off the floor of a of a fish factory somewhere, yeah. and then pretended to be breaded, and then stuck in the oven, and it was dreadful. It was Don't dreadful. Forget, they bleached I should them. go to heaven for that alone. Yes, they bleached the uh, <laughs> the stuff, called it uh, fish sticks, pressed fish it sticks. together like a meatball thing or a stick I thing. I think it was... It was shiners and fatheads from a bait shop. I think it? so. <laughs> yeah. well, my, well, that's a long way from Red Savoy. I'd much rather have a Red Savoy, and you can get them everywhere. The original recipe at every location, and that original recipe stems from 1965 yeah. at the original Red Savoy on 7th Street in St. Paul, now available in Apple Valley, Blaine, Burnsville, Egan, Eden Prairie, Edina, Hugo, Lakeville, yep. Osseo, Roseville, St. Louis Park, Downtown St. Paul in the uh, Treasure Island Center, White Bear Avenue in St. Paul, Snelling Avenue in St. Paul, where Rook just went, Vadness Heights in Woodbury. It is fantastic, and if you do want to pursue the, the app situation, download the Red Savoy app or go to SavoyPizza.com, place your order for the kind of pizza you want, and then use GL at checkout to get a free order of boneless or bone-in wings. It's a limited offer and must be done online 16 locations for red savoy pizza uh, it's and they're a pizza. begging for them dave lagarde on twitter he's begging for them to open in red wing really yes he just well, sent me a thing on, on twitter well you do what you will uh, for lent but uh, i wouldn't discount red savoy it's a pizza weekend mm. I've been a client of the Canopy Group for five years, and at my last renewal, they are still saving me money. 
Patrick Ricey here to talk to you about your home and auto insurance. How long have you been with your current insurance company? When was the last time your agent called you and said they could save you money and get you better coverage? This just happened to me. Truly, it did. Each year, the Canopy Group reviews my home and auto insurance with their 16 companies. This year, they saved me an additional $791. How? Because the Canopy Group is keeping an eye on my insurance needs and making sure I am always with the right insurance provider. Paying less and getting more is a concept I like. I can't promise that you'll save $791, but I can promise you they'll give you options. They'll even tell you if you should stay where you are with that company. Do what I did and contact them at thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Here's a man who likes to break wind. It's Joe Suchere. No, I said I love wind when it's windy. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> Here's a guy who likes to break wind when it's windy. Here's Joe Suchere. <laughs> Something like that. Kenny. Hi, Joe. Hi. See what I got? See what I got on? Oh, he's got a seatbelt. Oh, yeah. Oh, he gets to wear a hat. Only a during the spot, Chris. Oh, Only Lord. during the spot. Oh. Unbelievable. All right, it's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Hold on, headphones, louder. There we go. Uh, and thankfully, seafoam is just as available as a tank of gas. It's everywhere, including gas stations, hardware, auto shops, big box stores nationwide. It's Friday here, so we're going to pick another name in our seafoam stories contest. Send your favorite seafoam story to Olson at garagelogic.com. And Tell us how it saved your life. Uh, your name goes in my, I don't know, you guys can see how gross this old seafoam hat I yeah, have is. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I sweat through this thing about 20 times, so it's really icky. There's well worn. Big, do you see this grease stain where my forehead Where'd you get goes? that one? Can we do the ad, please? Oh. Anyway, uh, your name goes into the uh, the seafoam hat, and then Fridays, it's Friday, we, uh, we pick a winner. Simple as that. So... I'm going to raise it over my head so I can't see it. I don't know why I do that, but let me find out. Well, he's right. not looking. Trying not to cheat. I can verify he's not number looking. Number eight. Number eight. Wait, is that okay. upside down? Wait, Who's that's upside eight? down. Kenny, that was upside down. Oh, I'm sorry. Eight? Eight. There you go. Got it. There. Number eight. Uh, now I go to the letters, and I find oh, number geez. eight. Uh, oh, this seafoam story is from Lars. Uh, when my oldest daughter started driving, she didn't have a clue about basic maintenance on her car, as is the case with most 16-year-old daughters. Over the first few months, I religiously checked her oil and fluids just to make sure that everything was top-notch. After many months go by, life got busy. I quit checking. Every once in a while, I would ask her if her car was on, running all right. She Did the guy write yes. a novel? Jeez. Everything was working just <laughs> fine. One day, as she was leaving, He's I was in the driveway... Crazy. <laughs> she started up her car, and I noticed, uh-oh, uh-oh, Such, this God. reminds me of you. Uh, she started up her car and noticed a knocking sound. I stopped her, realized I hadn't checked the oil in a while. I checked it, sure enough, no oil on the dipstick. Why does Who's it remind me of, why does it remind you of me? I would never let that happen. Maybe no. more like me. Thank you, Matthew. Okay, like Thank me. you. Uh, he immediately went to the garage, poured in three and a half quarts of oil, added a bunch of sea foam. Guess what? Boom. Fifteen minutes later, no knocking. Yeah. Lars, you are our winner for today. So we thank you very much uh, for that, Lars. Meanwhile, uh, GLers, send that seafoam story of yours to kolson at garagelogic.com. 
And you might get a combination from what I'm hearing of product and a cool brand new hat or t-shirt or something. It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam. Are we going to be talking to our friends at WTOP today? Yes, shortly? we are. Uh, shortly. Because what I want to know is, and maybe we should be doing one, What? why are crime podcasts so popular? Here's what I'll say. Uh, mm. I attended a podcast conference about a year and a half ago. With the cat lady? Yes, that's okay. exactly where okay. I saw yep. the cat lady. Yes. But there would be these series of ballrooms where, uh, okay, you're doing a sports show. Here's a ballroom. You're going to talk to guys like Dan Levitard. and That do sports podcasts. Exactly. There was a line for the True Crime Podcast Ballroom, and I am not joking, that went out the, out the hallway, down the existing uh, hallway that adjoined the, the hotel, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, Who I'm were not, they waiting to talk to? There was a, a series of people that were big shots in the, in the crime podcast world. Uh, world. And I, again, it's not my cup of tea, but I was just interested into why people are so fascinated with this genre of podcast. Yeah, because real life is bad enough. Well, and the, I mean, and, to me, it's a crime yeah. to talk about the salon. But That's here, criminal. Here's what's cool. Uh, our friends at WTOP, they've been doing this series uh, of these true crime podcasts, and they are beyond popular. I mean, their first one was called um, 22 Hours. An American yes, Nightmare. I this American Nightmare. I, I listened to that, and we talked to their WTOP. By the way, as we are affiliated with, is a Hubbard Broadcasting property. It's the most popular station in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most successful news stations in, in the country. In the country, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just—it's amazing how a they gather this information, and some in some <laughs> cases these are this is information that slips through the cracks. So it takes uh, people like Paul Wagner, who we're going to speak to shortly, to find that info. He's calling in right now, so Chris is just going to uh, chit-chat with him, and then we will be well on our way. I, uh, uh, My son Matthew listens to those crime podcasts. He does? Non-stop. Really? And I don't, I don't know... I don't know what attracts him to one, and I don't know how he chooses. Are they but, on Pod MN? Uh, you could probably find them via Pod MN. But he, he was early on listening to a lot of these crime podcasts, and he's, what, a, a 23-year-old kid, so he's been listening to crime podcasts for the last three years. Is right. Paul joining us? Paul Wagner is on the line. He is the host of the latest series of the American Nightmare podcast on WTOP. Paul, why are these so fascinatingly popular? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, well, I think with, with mine, it's the fact that it's an unsolved case. Um, that's number one. Um, number two, I think, um, you know, people uh, have really gotten to enjoy these podcasts because they're sort of like rather than sitting down and watching a documentary, you can listen to these documentaries uh, while you're working out, running, walking uh, around, or, you know, just do, doing chores in the house. And so um, I, I think it's this long-form storytelling that people really enjoy what is this one called so this is murder in a safe place and uh, it's a case i've been following for seven, uh, 19 years now and uh, i first profiled the case back in uh, 2003 then again in 2014 and then um, i thought it would be a really good case to explore as a, as a podcast and so we've come up with uh, six episodes and it's just it's a very very intriguing story for the main reason that 
This was a, a nurse who was br- uh, brutally murdered inside the hospital where she worked, and the police have DNA fingerprints and a witness, and 23, year li- 23 years later, they still don't know who committed the crime. So there's no there's no resolution to this. After the end of the sixth part of the podcast series, we still don't know what happened, right? But, however, ah. uh, this is the really interesting part of it. As I started investigating this case again about a year ago, um, I got uh, the family on board with it. I got the police on board with it. They all agreed to take part. Um, and then when I sat down for my first interview with the detective, who is, by the way, the same detective who had the case the night of the murder. So he's been on it for 23 years. Same guy. Uh, he told me that they had taken uh, the killer's DNA to the FBI, which had taken it to a private lab in Virginia and put it into some of these ancestry databases. And they came up with uh, some family trees to follow. And so at this juncture, as I speak, they are trying to track the killer through his relatives, and they are, at this moment, as close as a third cousin at this point. Wow. Oh, wow. And and I think one of the things that I discovered in researching this um, is that technology has really, really played a major role in in, in this entire series, correct? Oh, absolutely. Um, they, They actually conducted a DNA dragnet at the hospital back in 1998. It was highly controversial, made national news because of it, but it came up with no matches. The DNA sat in the in the CODIS National DNA Data Bank for many, many years without any hits. The fingerprint went into all the national databases, no hits. Um, and so this was their new strategy to go this way with genealogy. And you may know, you know, that this is the, the way the police are closing really hard to close cold cases now. The Golden State Killer was uh, caught this way. And there's uh, a lot of cases across the United States now where the police are using these databases to track relatives to find these people that have never been caught. I have a question for you, uh, Mrs. Rookie. Do you, did you find resistance from the detective um, that was, you know, working on the case for 23 years to bring this out into the public and the family, uh, how difficult was it for them to relive this? I know they want the case solved, but you know, this is going through everything over and over again. Was there any resistance there? Uh, initially, I had some resistance from uh, one of the uh, siblings, a middle child. Uh, he's a police officer. He was a little worried about um social media, but eventually they all came around, and there's three of them, uh, a girl and two boys. Uh, they were uh, they were young when their mother was killed, and uh, I got to know the oldest child back in 2003, and so the three of them uh, talked it over and decided that, yeah, it was worth a shot, and so they've all agreed, and I sat down with long interviews with all three, and in fact, the first episode is the three of them talking about the night of the murder and how deeply this has affected them. The the detective I've known since 2003, and he has been very open about this. He initially was a little uh, reluctant because he didn't know about podcasts, but um, uh, he finally came around and he decided that, yeah, this is probably worth a shot. And so he and uh, uh, the Prince George's County Police Department in Prince George's County, Maryland, uh, agreed to cooperate fully. When will this be available? 
It's available now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that's the first episode came out on Monday. The right. second episode comes out on um, Tuesday. I'm sorry, comes out this coming Monday. Um, and I'll just give you a little teaser. Um, we found um, an interview with this person who was a witness to the murder um, that the police have kept quiet for all these years. They never disclosed to the public that there had been a witness. And uh, it turns out there was an interview with her, uh, and the police have turned that over to me. And so you'll be able to hear what this person saw that night for the first time ever. Uh, Paul, uh, it's no secret, we've kept no secrets from our listeners, that the same gal who signs my paycheck, our paycheck, signs yours. Um, so uh, I'm wondering if you would like to cut a deal with us, because I know of two unsolved murders. Or, or one is a, Actually, they're both disappearances where we've never found the bodies. Uh, but there's two up in this area. Now, I'm wondering, should we go ahead and do a podcast and compete with you, or should I just sell you this idea <laughs> and maybe there'd be a little bump in my paycheck next week? Uh, it's your there, choice, Paul. Which one do you want? Well, here's, here's the thing. There's no shortage of these stories, and that's the sad part of it all, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's a lot to choose from, and... Um, you know, it's the the, 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 the driving, driving force in this case for me was the, that this had gone on fall for so long. And um, with the incredible reach of podcasts that maybe somehow somebody out there may uh, listen to this and, and suddenly realize that they know something and come forward to the police. So that's that's the whole idea here to try to help the family. Well, we'll be giving it a listen. Good luck, Paul. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you. All right. Okay. Here's, we, here's my idea. We, just a minute, Kenny. Wait a minute. When we, all right, okay. Kenny, you go ahead. Jody Husentrude. Yep. Yep. If that's how you say her last yes. name. Yep. And the two kids that disappeared in North Minneapolis in oh. the 60s. Yes, we had the author on. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. The, the Lost Brothers. Relating to the yeah. river, right? Uh, they found yes. a jacket by the well, river. Well, they think that's one of the theories. <laughs> okay. But I'm telling you. So what the hell are we doing this for? Let's do one. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. The four of us are really going to crack no, that case. No. Here's what we do. We get Jay Coles. I know Jay very well. All you have to do is light a little, tiny little fire under him, and he's burning at it. He'll, he'll yeah, go after it. Then and you have a, to talk to him. He just I, I, shut up. <laughs> I have this distinct memory of, of years and years ago, uh, Truman Capote on the Tonight Show. So we're, we're talking in the 60s, mid to late 60s. Maybe it was early 70s. And Capote said something to the effect, it's been so long I can't remember the exact quote, but he said, there are strange, strange happenings in the middle of the country, and you will discover more and more of them as time goes by. Yeah. And that, that's, well, what basically what, that's basically what I remember Capote saying. Of course, he was, he was uh, on there uh, talking about uh, In Cold Blood, which was a revolutionary way to cover a crime story and uh he 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 intimated that there are going to be many unsolved murders in the middle of this country and yep. i uh wow. I, I, so now you got who's in truth and uh, you've well, got others and well, look when at, i when i talk to somebody like paul and you think of our podcast uh we're doing really a a weirdly unique podcast 
We are. Because uh, we're daily and topical, yes. We're daily, and, and most podcasts, I see where Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama just signed a deal to do a six-parter oh, are you for listening? Spotify. You gonna listen? I, I have not. I oh, have not. Okay. I, it, it I think just, it's going to be hard not to listen to at least one episode just to see how it flows. Okay, but my point is, they all seem to do these deals for about six, you know, six episodes, and they... Uh, they spend all their time preparing for it, and then it boils down to six episodes. And uh, that's absolutely not what we do. But, that's not right. what we but do. But it's because that type of podcast and the one that, that Paul's doing with WTOP, that has essentially become Netflix of radio. Yes. Right. It's become the, the on-demand, right. I want to just binge this particular topic for one week, and that's what I want to listen to. Well, how we yeah. plan out the family podcast, Table Talk with the Rookies family, <laughs> It yeah. is. It's spread out over. Hold on. That should I'm be looked run. at as a crime series. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna run to the bathroom, Matthew. You keep talking. I'll be right back. But yeah. I'll be. But I'll be honest. And I hope. I hope Paul does well because all of those series on Top are fantastic. But I don't think I'm gonna catch the the podcast of a woman of two children getting murdered as a nurse in a hospital. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to avoid that one. Um, That's a little okay. too close to home for me. Right. Oh, yeah, for you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no my thanks. goodness, Chris. I would advise you not yeah, listen to I'm that. I'm not going to listen to that one. Sorry. Kenny, have you had any luck with your email so we could may- maybe get a hold of uh, uh, Rick here after a break? Uh could we let me call him? I, I, all right, I have is a, a phone number. Let's take a, let right, take a time out. Let's or, take a time out. Okay, let's do that. How do you know when it's time to make a move for higher profits? I'm Dean Dizek with the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. So many factors influence the decision to move. If you're looking for fewer taxes, less business regulation, and higher profits, Sioux Falls is the place and now is the time. Sioux Falls has build-ready sites and available buildings to get your company up and running fast. Best of all, any size company can make more money in the Sioux Falls area. We've got the details on our website at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Minnesota companies, just like yours, have considered their futures and expanded or relocated to the Sioux Falls area. Those companies are already enjoying the short commutes, safe streets, and quality of life excellence of Sioux Falls. Join them and discover our productive people, affordable land, reduced red tape, and fewer taxes, not to mention higher profits. Think it over. Now is the time to expand your business to Sioux Falls. Pay us a visit at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Is that his cylinder index or his golf no. score? Either yes. way, it's a big number. Here's Joe Souchere. Well, the old sun is up and DK Mags once again open. Say, you want to have some firearm-related fun the whole family can enjoy? Yes. Matthew, I'm yes. talking to you, Matthew. Even you, Joe, you'd love this. Skeet, clay pigeons, trap... Whatever you want to call it, it is a blast. It builds hand-to-eye skills, confidence, and reaction times. Not to mention, nothing better than bragging rights over your entire family. And good for us, DK Mags on Old 8 and New Brighton. And for that matter, Monticello Pawn and Gun, they can get you set up with firearms and everything you uh, need possibly need to get set up you know what else is fun and i love this is fun for me shredding cardboard at home or even paper targets at the range uh what we do here is we set targets up at 50 100 150 yards 200 yards and beyond and then we see how quickly and accurate we can knock those targets out firearms it's not just about home and personal defense 
It's also about hunting, range <laughs> fun, and breaking clay. See, so, no, do, we're still doing the are, show. Are you being burglarized? Do you do, do you, you need, need a, a firearm? Do you need a firearm? <laughs> <laughs> you need a maybe fire that a warning. Damn shot squirrel figured out how to get on the feeder. Is that were you banging on the window? Yes. Well, you, you can't you can't use a firearm for squirrels in the city. But nope. if you're if you're in the country, a little ten twenty two would take care of that. Uh, and here's a tip: it's a lot easier finding shotgun shells these days compared to cartridges of any caliber. Caliber, excuse me. It's all available at DK Mags in New Brighton and Monticello Bonnet Gun. A couple of great shops for uh, GLers run by GLers. You know, it's, sometimes it's not easy uh doing these ads no with, with, with you i'm sorry for that disruption but i Joe, that's, that's two out of two today that you've uh, i got about ten thousand dollars invested here looking out the window <laughs> so every time theater. one of us does something for one of our clients you seem to somehow sabotage it <laughs> i didn't mean to i but i had to take action i had to take action i think we're going to charge dk mags extra for that <laughs> plus when it comes to you i don't care because you do 10 minute ads <laughs> well i called i called down to texas i told him to call he oh he, you did you did he didn't seem to know who i was but i told him to call gl so hopefully he's calling soon he Weaver. actually is on he's on hold right now oh already yeah all right Rick from Harlingen. Oh, hello, hello, Joe. Rick, we we we're glad to reach you for a change. Usually, I'm I'm a little troubled when I have to hear from you, but we reached out to you because we're hoping for the best. We hope you came through that horrible cold snap of last week without a lot of problems. Uh, well, I did. It was a uh, quite a task. There was uh, a lack of. Uh, for a better word, heat. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, there, there is no other sorry. better word, uh, Rick. It would be heat. Well, I, I, I guess my other word would be uh, warm. Warm. Did you lose water pipes? Uh, no, they're still attached. No, I know, but did they did they burst? Did you have water, Rick? Did you have water? I did have a uh, a pipe that that cracked, and uh, we did not lose it, as as you say. My, I did have my my neighbor uh, Bubba; he lost it. Apparently, and Kenny has met Bubba. Our own Kenny Olson has met Bubba. That's that's how I got your phone number. I actually ran into a, a guy from Harlingen in the hardware store here last week. Where, uh, by the way, it was like forty below here. Uh, and he said he was from your area, and I asked him if he knew, knew a guy named Rick, a soft-spoken gentleman, and it turns out he's your next-door neighbor. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Bubba, uh, Walter is his uh, God-given name, mm -hmm. uh, Walter. And, Walter. Uh, he goes by Bubba. Yes, yes Bubba. I, I, I choose to call him uh, Walter because the number of Bubbas in Texas is quite yeah. large. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Every, every I did discuss that. Yeah, is, every other nickname is Bubba. Yeah, is your is your I Rick? Happy, it, I'm sorry. So when Lenny called me to tell me that Lenny. he knew Bubba, yeah. that's uh, Kenny. You're t Kenny. Um, uh, pardon me, Kenny, not Lenny. I'm confused. I know. Let's just call him Bubba Number Two. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, so Bubba did have some trouble. He had a, uh, a, a busted uh, pipe, and there was water everywhere. Water. It was, did you, uh, have you recovered your heat, for a lack of a better word? Uh, yes. Uh, we are fortunate we do not have the uh, uh, program where they have uh, adjusted the rates due to demand. I see. Uh, there are other relatives of friends of mine who have chosen to uh, participate in that program, and they have rather large bills. Has, yeah. has the weather improved for you in Harlingen? Uh, yes, it has. It's right. not quite uh, where we would like it to be, but we are um, first for sure uh, uh, warming up. Right. And I, I'm happy to see that because we do need quite a bit of repairs. I but see. we've been trying to keep our, our wits about us. Uh-huh. And it, it reminded me of, uh, well, there was at a construction site down here in Texas, and it was, it was quite cold. And uh, the owner of the uh, construction project, he felt like he was doing a good deed, and he bought some earmuffs for his foreman. Right. Uh, noticing then that the foreman was not wearing said earmuffs on the on the coldest day in Texas, the, uh, the project manager asked the man, "Didn't you like the the earmuffs?" And the foreman said, "They're they're a thing of beauty, sir." And uh, he says, "Then why don't you wear them?" And the foreman explained, "Well, I wore them the first day, and then somebody offered to buy me lunch, but I didn't hear them, so never again will I wear them." Uh, Rick, uh, you mentioned yes. Bubba's pipes burst when he was up here in Minnesota. Did, did you did you guys handle that for him? Did you clean up the mess or take care of it or at least shut his water down? What what happened there? Uh, well, he has two parents that are um, shut-ins. Well, I always like the word shut-in. Very yeah. harsh. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> Very harsh. The word yeah, shut-in. It really paints a picture, doesn't it, Gil? It, uh, yeah. it means, That's Rick. I mean, Rick. <laughs> it, it really means that, thank you, yes. It really means that shut-in reminds me that... Well, we don't really need to... You're we need to go into it. For a while. Well, I want to hear about this, Joe. Yeah, yeah, quite a while, yeah. You're not walking outside and, and smoking a cigarette. Right. Not you're if you're shut-in, shut in, are you? Right, right. Rick, would well, you be considered a shut-in, let's say, if you maybe uh, hadn't left your house for work in, I don't know, maybe eight, ten months or so? Would that be, would you be considered a shut-in? I think that should be long enough. I, yeah, I, I do yeah. believe eight months. I'm, I'm being distracted. Do you have children on your program today? <laughs> there... No, I can't I understand. just... I thought it was uh, 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 Ravers, no. Joe, a rookie, and Lenny. Kenny. Yeah. But apparently there are some elementary school kids that are must have some segment on your show. Well, uh, Rick, uh, look, let's just suffice it to say we're very happy that you're fine, and I take it your family's fine. 
How about Mrs. Uh, Rick? Yes, yes. In, in fact, it's, wait. You've so never good. told us. You've never told us your last name, have you? Uh, I and I choose not to. Yeah, he's a private I see. man. I see. This would be. Uh, Are you married? Very, Is there a Mrs.? Uh, I am. What's her first name? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. It's not Bubba, try. is it? No, it's not Bubba. I think <laughs> you can triangulate the signal enough with Bubba. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, two men uh, were, were sitting on the street. What now is this in now? Texas, uh-huh. right on the edge of Harlingen. Right. And uh, one of the men said to the other, "Boy, it is very cold this morning." And the other Texan replied, well, how cold is it? He said, I don't know exactly, but I saw a lawyer with his hands in his own pockets. <laughs> it's always easy to get the That's That's the cold, isn't it, Rick? That's cold. Uh, yes. Uh, but uh, I will tell you, um, I had... Rick, why are you holding a towel? I, I, not that I know that. I, I just it guessed. Muscles. Pardon? It muscles. Muscles. Yes. Muscles. Oh. What is the difference between weather and climate? Do you know this question? The difference between weather and climate. Joe, yeah. you should know this. What uh, is the difference, Joe? Uh, climate is long-term and weather is what you're experiencing at the moment. <laughs> You couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> What's the difference between weather and climate, hmm. yeah. as we say yeah. in Texas? Yeah. You can't weather a tree, but you can climb it. <laughs> okay. All right. We're glad everything's okay down there in Harlingen, uh, Rick. Yes, it is. And will you do me a favor? Uh, tell Bubba that... Uh, that me? Kenny, Kenny and the whole gang up here uh, say hi to him. We and miss Lenny. him already. Kenny and Lenny. Yeah. I, I, I will, and but I do have one final question. It has sure. to do with temperature. Yeah. It is so cold. How cold is it? It's colder than a witch's belt buckle. All right, we'll see. A, uh, what? Uh, it's colder, colder than a... The dogs are sticking to the fire hydrants. Okay. Uh, no. Joe, exercise your right as what, a host. I, and... I was just... Pondering the witch's belt buckle, I guess I. It's I'd colder have to think. than a brass toilet seat on the shady side of an iceberg. Uh huh. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Rick. What's the difference between uh, what is the opposite of a cold front, Joe? A hot front. A warm back. Hang up, Chris. Okay. Chris, Thanks, it's Rick. time. So cold. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna pull him down. <laughs> You're technically, technically, <sighs> Joe. You did request Rick. I didn't uh, know it would devolve into the Milton Berle show. Right. And, uh, you know what that? You know what that made me? That made me hungry. For? I might have to issue a warning. Really? The Grund? I I'm 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 out of Grund. I ate my ma- last meatloaf last weekend. Can I tell you something? Yes, sir. I got a note from Peter Albrecht. Dear honored mayor and minions. As a longtime GL listener going back to the O.J. Simpson trial days and Garage Logic launch on the mighty 1500 AM, it hit me like a lightning bolt during your most gender reveal gone wrong discussion. 
I have been excitedly waiting for the GL news of the completion of the Grunhofer's new 2,500-square-foot store edition and wondering if there's going to be an official grand opening mayoral ribbon-cutting ceremony featuring the garage logic mayor and sidekick dignitaries like many esteemed prideful civic events. I remember how you recounted requiring a change of chill boys when Spencer spontaneously and secretly blew off to your surprise oh. a stick of dynamite yes. during your last in-person garage logic podcast. Podcast appearance, and then it hit me. DK Mags and Grudhoffers need to co-develop and put into practical utilization the original meatloaf reveal cannon. What would be more GL than when a newly created Spencer Grunhoff genius meatloaf selection becomes available, adding to the legendary meatloaf choices of one meatloaf, two Townball meatloaf, and three Minnesota meatloaf. When number four is created by Spencer, the new selection needs to be needs to be ceremoniously fired out of the original DK Mag Grunhofer's co-developed meatloaf reveal cannon. For sport, Ilhan Omar of some other GL groin kick recipient could run back and forth downrange like the guy picking up golf balls at the local range. Mayor is the recipient of thousands of hours came up by you and the crew over many years that I could honestly never repay. The of this brilliant idea is turned over to your Hall of Fame mayoral possessions, including the complete GL lexicon library, fictional town companion book, and well-worn gavel. Good luck. Aim straight and high. Respectfully committed, Mr. Peter J. Albrecht. The ge- the meatloaf gender reveal canon. Oh, my huh? goodness gracious. What oh. could go wrong? Everything. 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 It should shoot meatballs. That's what makes it fun. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, right on Highway 61 at the north end of town for the meatloaf, the brats, including the new spinach, bacon, and mozzarella cheese brat, the uh, chicken, the ham, the uh, thick-cut bacon, the tomahawk steaks, the burgers. Don't forget the burgers. It's a grilling weekend, even though... GLers grill all year round. This is going to be a splendid, splendid weekend for grilling. And all of your needs can be acquired at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, right on the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. If your furnace or boiler isn't keeping up with the cold weather, call Bonfi. They have regular hours from 7 in the morning to 10 at night, and they answer the phone 24-7. If your heating system needs to be replaced, Bonfi can install a new one for you, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. You'll never have to worry about staying warm again. When you tell the folks at Bonfi you heard about them on the Roycey Show, you'll save $200 off a new installation. For all your heating needs, better call Bonfi. Patrick. Mr. Puck. What's up? <laughs> we have not chatted since the uh, Tiger Woods car crash. Wow. Uh, I was and I said, Patrick, I said, if he comes back from this, there's no such thing as fiction. That's true. I, I was waiting to hear about the amputation. Yeah. Uh, wow. Is that what they're going to have to do? I heard he had no. to go back in. Uh, they well, they they moved him to Cedar Sinai. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, hey, I'm I'm hearing a hell of an echo of myself. Do you know why that is? You know 
I'd have to defer to Reavers. How's that? Is that better? Hello. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay. Now uh, now I don't have to hear myself twice, which is good. Once is enough. Yeah, once is enough. (laughs) Joe? uh, Yes. uh, You know what it's gotten me to do? Huh? That accident? I'm more religious and fastening up the old seatbelt after reading about that one. That's apparently what saved him. That's what saved him. Wow. That's huge, Patrick. Plus, the airbag goes off if you got the seatbelt on, right? If you don't, you're out of luck, right? I I can tell you that I thought it was a... um, a Bentley at first, but it's the Genesis mm-hmm. by Hyundai, and I bet they are going to sell. You think it was, is it too black helicopter-like to think that they told them to go crash it on purpose and we'll sell some cars? Well, it's funny you say that because that's become a that's become a story of some popularity on various news sites. Will this hurt or help the sales of that particular Genesis SUV? Uh, some people will say, my God, he lost control of it, and other people will say, well, it saved his life. Yeah, I was thinking it can only help. Well, I felt I said earlier I'm really glad he was in their biggest vehicle. Right. I want to know why he's so damn cheap. He's driving a courtesy vehicle instead of one of his own Porsches. Or I mean, he's not in his home state, but right. uh, he's driving a courtesy vehicle. Come on, Tiger, spend the money, right? Mm-hmm. But he was also heading car. to. He was going to go get that uh, commercial filmed for them, yeah. so that's probably why they wanted to just throw him something, because I thought that too. Why are you going to have advertising on your car? So somebody tell me, have you seen an aerial view? Is that just two lanes, or is it two on each side? It was two, two on each side. side. Yep. Okay. Northbound, so southbound. Thank so you. he drifted over and hit the median in the center then. Jumped the median, broke off the oil pan, and dropped all the oil in the northbound lanes, and he ended up rolling and rolling and rolling up the hill there. And the chassis he is, is pretty probably, he, he is probably lucky it's the pandemic because I suppose the traffic out there is much less just like it is here. Otherwise, if you're going across lanes of traffic at that time of the morning in, uh, in L.A., what are the odds of someone not smacking you? Right, right. So, well, that's a crying shame, man. It's a crying shame. It is. It's, uh, I was looking at him, though. I was looking up some numbers today. He won in a nine-year, no, an eleven-year period. Uh, Thirty-seven, no, thirty-four percent of the tournaments he played in. Jeez, wow! And he won. He won thirty-seven percent of the majors he played in. Now this isn't the Timberwolves playing the Heat. Right. <laughs> this is Tiger playing one hundred and fifty-five guys some week. Always at least sixty-three other guys, and. You know, like at Augusta, a hundred other guys. Right. And he was winning at uh, at a rate of thirty four percent over an eleven year period. Can that be equated to a batting average? What he he would have been batting what about six hundred? Uh, well, I suppose three hundred uh, point three hundred forty. That's three forty. Well, that's that's yeah. that's not that's not fair then because his it, it, this was far more impressive than a three forty batting average. <laughs> no kidding. Because when you're batting, Joe, it's you and the pitcher. Right. And then he's got these other guys scattered around, admittedly, to help him out a little bit. But it isn't like, okay, send the 30 other best players in the world out there, and I'm going to beat them 34% of the time is uh, pretty phenomenal. Plus his numbers are second, third, and fourth. The thing that always impressed me about him is somehow – 
damn near all the time, if he was playing his C-plus game, he still was in it. Yep. He, did, yep. he didn't have to play his A game to win a major. If he you know, kind of played B. Uh, and, of course, I saw him at Pebble Beach when he won by a mere 15. And, uh, <laughs> mere 15. And, and I also saw his first Masters in Augusta when he shot 40 on the front on uh, the first day on Thursday when he was 1997, what was he, 20, 21 years old? Yep. And we were all saying, boy, is this guy a fraud? And he ended up winning by 12 strokes. Isn't that something? <laughs> he went 40, 30, and then everybody else said, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? And he started kicking their ass. And we've said this. We've said this before, but look at this impressive field that he essentially has created. Look at these athletes. These aren't. This is golf has changed yeah. dramatically because of him. Are, are you saying that Roger Volpe, the, in his prime physical condition, would be a little overmatched by these fellas? That's exactly yeah. what I'm seeing. Yeah, five foot nine and two ten. Let's go. <laughs> With a Marlboro dangling from his lips. Yeah, right. Don't forget that. Yeah, don't yeah. forget that. I but he had a, Roger had a hell of a Masters run one year. Remember that? Oh yeah, Roger yeah. was a, you know he was a decent player, but yeah. God, you could you could that kind of physical fitness could could uh, could uh, work back then, and now it now it doesn't. See, you know what I'm enjoying. What? DeChambeau, Desham- who went off to uh, spend uh, a couple of months trying to hit the ball 400 feet, I mean 400 yards, can't break an egg. <laughs> He's playing I know. terrible. I He's am playing. enjoying that myself. Shot 77 yesterday, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, i got to bring this up. Here we go. One of the five most pompous asses I've ever met in sports, Jack Nicholas. <laughs> Yep. Sideways egomaniac of all time, right? Yep. yep. People, you don't hear this often. But no. this is a candid observation. <laughs> this guy can this guy can refer to him to refer to his own greatness sideways better than anybody I've ever met. Right. Do you know why they call this golf course that they're playing at this weekend the concession? I do. You okay. Kenny, I hope you're listening to this. I am, Jack? but I missed uh, I missed the name. Jack Nicholas. Uh, oh. No, no, the name of the golf course is the concession. The concession. And it was developed by Jack Nicholas and Tony Jacklin right. together. And in a Ryder Cup years ago, when the match was sixteen to fifteen, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh and he conceded, Jack conceded a two-foot putt to Tony Jacklin to make the match 16-16 to in the Ryder Cup. But this allowed, by the way, why they were playing, they must have played the more points back then. But anyway, this allowed Europe to tie it, but the U.S. was going to keep the cup anyway because it's been... Uh, been a uh, you know because they had won it the last time and you got to beat the other team to take it away from them. It was a two footer, Joe. Mm-hmm. It was a two footer. It wasn't like it conceded an eight footer. Right. The purpose ass gets at the name of the course concession yep. for a two foot butt. Yep. <laughs> I I 
Paul Durama. Boy, that was my greatest scam ever. Convincing the uh, convincing the Star Tribune editors I should be in Spain to cover the Ryder Cup. But anyway, <laughs> and they uh, bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Lehman was the first time, and we had Lehman fever, right? Was that the and trip where you went to Gibraltar and the monkeys attacked the DA? The monkeys attacked the car. Yeah, oh, the car. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. That's when I decided I hate monkeys. They yeah, poop at you. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. So, Pat, hold on. We're starting a list. Pat. catch their poop and throw it. We are starting a list in GL of things Roycey hates. We discovered yesterday you hate sword movies. (laughs) I do. I do. Fruit that squirts, sword movies, and monkeys. Monkeys, fruit that squirts. Roycey, you just broke news to me. I had no idea that he was a creep. I thought he was a lovable guy. Who, Nicholas? Yeah. They all. They well, all he's revered. He's revered. They all judge him like that. But uh, I have never rather, heard anybody call him what you just called him. I, I'm not saying he's a creep. He's a sideways egomaniac. Okay. <laughs> right. Let's be specific. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> anyway, a two foot putt. I was at Balderrama and Sevy. Colin Montgomery was going to finish the Ryder Cup 5-0 and in his matches, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. He was, you know, and Monty, they were on the 18th green. I can't remember who he was playing. And 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 the Europe they had won it. They, they had just won it, like, five minutes before on another match. And Seve made him concede a 30-foot putt. I think it was the Scott Hope mm-hmm. that then called, made that match a draw. And the was coming off Bonnie's head as he walked up. But <laughs> Sevy's down at the other end of the green yelling, Good seed! Good seed! I was waiting for Monty to give him the finger. <laughs> but that was a concession. That was 30 feet. This was two feet. Jackie yeah, at the feet. golf course. Yeah. Boy, it must be a tough golf course, though. These guys can't. They're, they're shooting some big numbers on it. So. Well, there's a lot of water. There's a hell of a lot of water. Yeah, Jack kind of likes that. So we got a hell of a hockey team in town tonight, what? taking on the Kings. Sixteen goals in the last three games. Yep, for a team with no centers, that's a lot of goals. What's yep. going on? Well, they're 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 turning in a lot of those Gordy Howe hat tricks. A fight, an assist, and a goal. I love it. <laughs> a lot of fights. Hartman? Who's yeah. This Hartman? Who's this Hartman guy? Now, the only one I'd ever heard of died a while back. Uh, who is this guy? <laughs> Ryan. Isn't his name Ryan? Ryan Hartman. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden he's a ace center. How about the other night when Felina was bludgeoning that kid so bad he called the ref saying, get him out of here. I don't want to kill him. <laughs> he said, get him out. He won't, End this. He won't stop. I'm going to I'm gonna put him on a gurney. Let's go yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, well, spe- yeah, it's amazing. Speaking of that. 40 years ago today, gentlemen. Yep. And a fight right off. What? Pounding away. What is this? That was the riot in Boston. Boston and the North Stars. 40 didn't years. It, didn't it start at the drop of the puck? They, the, the ref, Joe, the puck hadn't even hit the ice, and there right. were fists flying. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's worse than slap shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sidebar when uh, you know they started fighting on the opening be- before they dropped the puck. And, right. And was that when Wensick had challenged the bench? Yes. At the Met Center. Yes. Yes. Wensick challenged the bench, and we all sat there grabbing our private parts, and, uh, you know, <laughs> like a bunch of cowards. And Sidebar basically 
Challenge for a madhugger. <laughs> he said, when we get to the garden, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. He was what was uh, that, Chris? 1981? 19- uh, yep, February 26, 1981. Yep. God, I miss him. Oh, oh yeah. Because you know what? Because we could get him, you could get him on the podcast today. And he'd and tell he us would, about it. He would turn the world's greatest story into an even Right. By adding a few uh, few embellishments. All right, here we go, Pat. February 26, 1981, the North Stars traveled to Boston to take on the Bruins. What took place was a fight fest that ended with a total of 84 penalty minutes and 406 penalty minutes being handed out in total. You mean 84 penalties. And 84 penalties, I'm sorry, yes, and 406 penalty minutes being handed out. And he was proud of it. What was the, uh, somebody was telling me this great Sidemore story when he was with the Gophers, and they, where the hell were they? They went someplace, and Sidemore, oh, I think Duluth, and Sidemore went into the stands, and they tore his shirt up. Sidemore went into the stands. They were pawning the Gophers. Wow. And he went into the stands, and he was, when he was all over, he was standing on the bench with his tie around his bare chest. Yep. Like <laughs> his shirt ripped down to his crotch and and with this big grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and a glass eye. <laughs> you know, he was the original deny everything guy. Oh, yeah. Because he was caught in... Uh, What's the term in flagrento or uh, whatever yeah. that? And he said, yeah. "It's not me." Okay, no, no. <laughs> it ain't me. No. no, and you know what? After his uh, substantial alcohol problems, he became a great crusader in, uh, in AA. You know, he yeah, he he helped a lot of people. Unlike yep. other alcoholics, I know who say don't bother me, but Glenn uh, <laughs> <laughs> was out trying to help everybody. Yeah. Well, back to the wild. The commies getting rave reviews too, Patrick. Yeah, he's got some talent. There is no doubt about it. He's, yep. uh, he has got some talent. It's it's great to have one of those guys, isn't it? Because it's especially when you got time. two horse bleep basketball teams. Oh. That one last night will go down. That that was the end of uh, Coach Patino, I believe. Yep. Uh, when you're, you're playing a team that has lost 13 in a row, right? Yep. They haven't won since December 26th, I believe. And you get ahead of them 17 to 3. <laughs> 17 to 3. Now, shouldn't you be the one who's feeling good? Yes. Not the team that's lost 13 in a row. And uh, has it won since December? How do you lose that game? Do you think Northwestern was in their huddle, Patrick, and they said, we got him right where we want him? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He's, uh, I think, I think he's, uh, I know they don't want to come up with the 1.7 or whatever million it costs to get rid of him, but I don't think they have any choice. Especially if they go down and lose Saturday to the 1 and 14 Huskers. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah, they're terrible. And then, of course, uh, and then, of course, our Timberwolves just lost. You know, what kind of society is this that a an NBA player, a very valuable NBA player, can get suspended for 12 games 
for merely pointing a rifle rifle at some civilians right. out in front of his house. Right. I mean, right. is it just, come on, let's have a little respect for our athletes. This is America. Yes, The only guy they got that can make a three, except for Carl Anthony Downs, and now he's not going to play for twelve games. Well, so. it's been long. Hey, welcome, welcome to Minnesota, Coach. How right. you like it? We'll be talking to you Monday from Florida. Is that right? All right. I'll give you a full weather report. All right. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. I want to tell you that right now at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake, yep. you buy it now, get ready for spring, sale prices, get a jump on the year, they're going to store it for you until you pick it up. Whoa. You don't have to wrestle it into the back of your minivan. You can bring out your neighbor's pickup truck in a couple months or two months and pick it up and beat the spring rush on Bintelli e-bikes and the scooters that turn every errand into an adventure and the kids' recreational equipment like the youth ATVs and youth snowmobiles and the full line of Yamaha products and the helmets and the apparel and a great service department. And right now at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake, there's a preseason sale on all the bikes and scooters and ATVs. And it's a, it's a chance to check out this weather. It makes me want to get something out today and ride. It's a chance to not only beat the rush, but don't worry about having to bring it home. They'll store it for you until spring breaks. Every vehicle purchased, they will store it for you. So it's not sitting around in your garage? No. Safe and oh. secure indoors, indoors, and you will be able to go back out there in the spring with the right vehicle, pick it up, take it home, and start enjoying your summer of wonderful recreation on either a Bintelli e-bike or one of those little gas scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure. Yep. Uh, it's the only way I travel in the summer. It's the only way I travel in the summer to run errands is on my Yamaha scooter. And uh, they got them at EcoFun Motorsports. It's on Highway 61. Where else? It's right in downtown Forest Lake. And Painter, do the call in about a second. Right. Three. Two. Thank God today. I call him Sir. You do now. You darn right it is, and how would a nice tall glass of Harmony Spirits taste right about now? Guess who got into the act, by the way? He tagged both of us on Facebook, rookie. Mike Zipko was in Big River, Wisconsin. He says, just wanted to make sure I'm doing this right. Look at this picture, rookie. Yeah, I've seen it. He's got the bottle of the Barrel Strength Bourbon Whiskey from Harmony Spirits. It's a heavy glass, too. Joe, don't you agree that glass has got to have a a sturdy bottom? It's got to be called a tumbler. A tumbler. A tumbler. tumbler. And uh, Mike, unfortunately, uh, lost his father this week. Uh, Mr. Zipko was a huge fan of Garage Logic from day one. He's a great living American. And uh, Mike lost him, and we're sorry for his loss. And uh, Joe, you. we're nice enough to leave Mr. Zipko a message prior to his passing, oh, my which was greatly appreciated by uh, the family. So thank you. Well, rest in peace. Uh, so uh, we're going to toast. Let's toast absolutely. Leroy Zipko here with Harmony Spirits. Absolutely. Go into Rookie's Liquor Cabinet, as the f- photo I'm seeing right now <laughs> behind that clock uh, is Rookie's <laughs> Liquor Cabinet. But uh, here's what they'd like you to do. Go into your local liquor store and ask for the Harmony brand by name. They are continuing to grow their brand that way. Also, it's starting to get nice out. Stop in 
in that tasting room in Harmony, Minnesota, and uh, meet the fellas and let them know right here that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast, brah. I love full moons, and tonight you can get a glimpse of February February's here, full moon. Look at your what, camera. Oh, Rook's here. about to give you one, which is called the snow moon. Yeah, uh, it, it'll 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 be most evident at three seventeen a.m. Eastern time. Uh, this coming morning. That's it. There's little uh, bits of toilet paper. It's called that. the full moon. Will be oh, visible Matthew. around the world, but th- that's dreadful, Matt. Oh. That's just dreadful, oh, Matthew. The snow moon, man, man. I, 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 I happen to be very fond of moons, and uh, I, I rather enjoy pointing them out. I'm going to tell you. Let's not even go to the blood moon. <laughs> oh my God, Joe. Oh, Suchi boy. Blue moon stuffed handle too. <laughs> That's every once in a while. Jesus. Uh, tonight, uh, tomorrow night in particular, the snow moon, March 28th. Oh, you'll hear from me. Don't worry. You'll, you'll hear from me. Oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. March 28th, the worm moon. Oh, no comment. Oh, oh boy. April. Oh, I hesitate oh to do this one. I knew I'd get you on that. April 26th, the pink moon. Oh my war! Oh Lord! Stop, Joe! God stop. help us! These are from our Just Native stop. American brothers and yeah, sisters. The pink one, I believe, is when you've been in the sun too long. May twenty-six, uh, well. the flower moon. June twenty-four, the strawberry moon. July twenty-three, the buck moon. August twenty-second, the Sturgis moon. September twenty, the harvest moon. October twenty. The Hunter's Moon. Oh my God! November nineteen, the Beaver Moon, and December eighteen, <laughs> December eighteen, the Cold Moon. Ooh. Uh, what you're, what you'll experience. That's a tough one. Tonight, uh, Matthew, night is the Snow did, Moon. Uh, did Mister Payne, the esteemed Mister Payne, return your phone call? Well, he call? better have something to really important that he's doing right now because like working. A, yeah, like working between a text and a phone call, uh, he has not responded yet. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from our friend Tom Lyman. It's on this day in Minnesota history. It was on this day. Wait. Feb. Hold on. What? What? <laughs> Whoops. Wrong sounder. 1985 on this day. 85. Feb 26. Yep. Prince swept the Grammy Awards. As his soundtrack to Purple Rain earned awards for best soundtrack, best rock performance, and best R and B song. Mm. Yep. yep. Ah, still just too bad. And you want another little bit of county news? Sure. On this day in 1883, Hubbard County is organized, named for Lucius F. Hubbard, who served as governor from 1882 to 1886. I had another email about uh, counties, and I can't find it. No uh, no relation Shoot. to our beloved leader. And no. could you, while you're at it, Such, uh, quiz the Maritime, H counties, please. Hennepin, H Houston, County. Hubbard. That's it? Hennepin, Houston, Hubbard. Where's Houston County? Is that up north? South. No, it's Sorry. southeast, down at the very, it's very close to Harmony. I oh, had nice. some other we just counties. About that. I apologize to the emailer who sent me that. I can't find it. I thought I mm. printed it out. Uh, could have. And I Let believe sh- uh, later today we're going to have the 6 o'clock meeting moon. Oh, be- you are. Ooh, believe yeah, me. I might not be able to make that. No, you'll make it. Believe me. You're the whole reason we're having it. Why, you'll enjoy it, I dare oh, say. God. 
Yeah. Such, what did the CP say to you about her uh, first appearance on YouTube? She uh, she enjoyed it. She thought that was uh, rather humorous. Good. And, uh, uh, so I played it for her. Good. It is yeah. so, so that means we're going to have more of her, right? Nice. No, not necessarily, uh, Ken. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> Do you know how cold it is in uh, Texas right now? I don't. It's so cold that U.N. weapons inspectors suddenly decided that chemical weapons might be hidden in Hawaii. I don't get it. See, they have to inspect, so they're going to go to Hawaii to inspect them. Hey, I want to tell you that Sioux Falls is the place and now is the time. Sioux Falls has build-ready sites and available buildings to get your company up and running fast. Any size company will find fewer taxes, less red tape, and higher profits in Sioux Falls. Check them out online today at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. I'd be able to see that, Joe, if you could actually find the, the, the camera on your computer. It's right there. Where? Right there. See it right there? I don't know. I do. I do. Why? He was trying to give me a thumbs up. Why? Uh, Taylor's. I apologize for rookie. He will be thoroughly talked to about this, and uh, he will we'll, get a spanked moon. We will straighten that out for you. Thank you. Um, Fred Lawrence Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. I have to tell you this: during our renovation, yes, um, I had to get a white double. What is it? It was a the light switch that has two of them. It's a double white one, and double I had to bleed. My radiators were gurgling. Uh, the uh, so I had project. to get a radiator key. I could not find it. They saved me by going to uh, Ace Hardware to grab radiator keys that you know what didn't fit my radiator. So I ended up using a screwdriver. I'll tell you what else. Fratelloni has great bird feeding equipment. Really? Yep. That, okay. And that was you look. You're looking at that right now. Yeah. Out your window. Yeah. Any squirrels? Yeah, he just fell off the suet feeder. I love he that. Squirrels are off. durable, aren't they? Yeah, they Very really durable. are. He just bounced right up. He didn't get hurt. Well, it's uh, Friday afternoon, and uh, I'll say we don't need you to tell us that. We're gonna bot to get started here. <laughs> wow! Right after I go to the credit union, and after you subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube, uh, poke around YouTube on the Garage Logic site. Well, it's not the site; it's the Garage Logic YouTube channel. site channel yes. where you. You sign up for that, and you can check out all sorts of great videos. Brand new, some that are old, some that are cold, some that are full moons. The rookie has checked out. Yeah, we're checking out. <laughs> See this hair? I look like the former, um, who was it, the U.S. Attorney? Attorney General? Don't I look like Bill Barr here? No, you look like the guy who's dead now from Saturday Night Live, Chris Farley. Chris Farley? Yeah. What about John Candy? <laughs> we really are going to have a meeting. Oh, boy, are we ever. I'll, in fact, I'll come over there. No, we uh, get a lot No, don't go. come over. We're going to be uh, we'll be gone. Kenny. Is there any of that red Savoy left? One piece. <laughs>